0: A very good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and welcome to As the Sun Sets. Yes, I know there are many people who are driving home right now, but many of you are already sitting at home just waiting for the moment of prayer and inspiration, and I do hope that you're going to be satisfied this evening. Thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil, and it's always lovely to be with you at this time of the day when we simply sit in the presence of the Lord. Thank the Lord for the gift of this day, and praise him at the end of the day. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia
1: i the Lord of sea and sky I have heard my people cry All who dwell in dark and sin My hand I who made the stars of night, I will make the darkness bright. I, the Lord of snow and rain, I have borne my people's pain. I have wept for love of them, they turn away. I will break their hearts of stone, give them hearts some love. satisfied
0: for the weak and oppressed Psalm 10 which is about the Lord who has given security to the upright man In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, Fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow, They are fixing their arrows on the string To shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world, and his gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked. The lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. The Lord cares for the weak and oppressed. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Psalm 14 Who shall be worthy to stand before the Lord? Lord, who shall be admitted to your tent and dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks without fault He who acts with justice and speaks the truth from his heart. He who does not slander with his tongue. He who does no wrong to his brother, who casts no slur on his neighbor, who holds the godless in disdain, but honors those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his pledge, come what may, who takes no interest on the loan, and accepts no bribes against the innocent. Such a man will stand firm forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. God chose us in his son and made us his adopted sons. The canticle is from Ephesians chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He destined us in love to be His sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us. He has made known to us, in all wisdom and insight, the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God chose us in his Son, and made us his adopted sons. Our Gospel reading this evening is a continuation of the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 8, verses 18 to 22. When Jesus saw the great crowds all about him, he gave orders to leave for the other side. And one of the scribes then came up and said to him, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus Jesus replied, Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another man, one of his disciples, said to him, Sir, let me go and bury my father first. But Jesus replied, Follow me, and leave the dead to bury the dead. Well, what a great impression Jesus must have made on the people in his day, that they hung on every word that fell from his lips. They loved him, and he just spoke a message which gave them so much hope and joy and happiness for the future. They were expecting the Messiah, and somehow, I suppose, he met their expectations to some extent. And as he went around, the crowds followed him everywhere. and. As they went, many of them must have said, Lord, I will come with you wherever you go. And so one of the scribes comes up to him and he says, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus says, remember, the foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. In other words, there is something about the Son of Man, about Jesus, that there is no permanence in this world. If you want to follow me, you come along, but don't look for a perch. Don't look for a place, because even I don't have a hole or a nest. The Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Why does Jesus say this? Keep listening, keep listening. The second thing today is another man says, Sir, let me go and bury my father first, and then I'll come and follow you and be your disciple. Jesus says, come on, follow me and leave the dead to bury their dead. Isn't Jesus being (laughs) a little bit insensitive? Leave the dead to bury the dead? Of course, it's not possible. How can the dead bury the dead? Well, what is Jesus really saying in the gospel today? It's a, a longish portion of the gospel. But what Jesus is really saying is, listen, my purpose is to proclaim the kingdom. And there is no rest. There is no way in which I can say, well, I'll proclaim the kingdom, but first let me go and do this and do that. So what Jesus is really saying is, you must come to a preference in your life. You must come to that moment when you can say, I prefer the mission of going and proclaiming the good news rather than looking after myself and my own comforts. Burying the dead, looking after my business, my investments, my family. All these things are very important, and Jesus is not saying we mustn't do these things. He's not saying we mustn't bury the dead. He's not saying we mustn't go and say goodbye to our fathers at home. He's not saying that if you want to follow me, you need to, to leave everything, so to speak, and, uh, and, and, and not sleep at all. I mean Jesus is not being that sort of extremist but what he is saying is when you compare the importance of proclaiming the good news, proclaiming the gospel, the kingdom of God, there is nothing more important than doing that. Not even burying the dead, looking after your family, uh, and all those sorts of things. All these things are, in, are important, but he's saying there's nothing more important than proclaiming the kingdom and living the values of the kingdom in our lives. And you see for me that's what is important in what Jesus is saying. Not to get hung up on how oh, Jesus says you mustn't go and bury the dead. Of course he's not saying that. He's saying you must prefer him to everything else. There is a prefer a preference that we have to come to in our lives. If we want to follow Jesus, that following of Jesus is more important than anything else. For Jesus, his mission, his proclamation of the kingdom was more important than anything else. Even more important than having a home to live in. The foxes have hold and the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Nowhere. There is nothing more important than the proclamation of the kingdom. And indeed, whatever Jesus did in his life, his main purpose was to proclaim the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The kingdom are all these... The, the 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 different values that we find the value of sharing rather than possessing and being greedy when we look at the situation in our country today and we find so much bribery and corruption and fighting and war and shooting and uh, uh, and, and so on it just goes on and on and on people are selfish when we are challenged to be generous We don't want to be generous. This is where the the, the rub is. This is where it it all comes down to. Are we prepared to follow Jesus and to take into our lives the values and the standards of Jesus? Or are we going to compromise and say, well, Lord, you know, I'll follow you. But first, let me build my house. First, let me uh, bury the dead, so to speak. First, let me do this, that, and the other thing, and then I'll come and follow you. Jesus says, forget about that. The message is urgent. The proclamation of the gospel is important and urgent. And we need to proclaim the gospel in our lives. We need to speak about the gospel and the good news and the kingdom of God in our lives. We need to live the values of the kingdom in our life. That's more important than anything else in the world. So let's not get too hung up on the literal interpretation of what Jesus is saying. Let's go below and above and behind what Jesus is saying and realize But more important than anything else is the proclamation of the kingdom. More than important, more important than anything else is that we prefer Jesus and the proclamation of the values of the kingdom and the proclamation of the kingdom. There's nothing more important than doing this, because we can make so many things really important for us in our lives, and Jesus says, these things are important. You need to do them you need to care for your family you need to care for your business your investments your this your that and the other thing but if that is more important than the values of the kingdom and the proclamation of the kingdom think again and that's the challenge of the gospel it's the cost of discipleship there is nothing cheap about being christian it's no good saying I've got all the money in the world. I've got all the possessions in the world. I've got fantastic investments and all the rest of it. Yes, you might have all those sorts of things. Or you might have nothing at all. But what Jesus is saying is, following him is much more important than anything else. Preferring him and preferring the proclamation of the kingdom is much more important than anything else. Well, my friend, that's the rub and that's the... uh, The seriousness of the gospel and so I want to pray this evening that both you and I will take to heart the challenge of the gospel that we take to heart the challenge that Jesus directed us and that we prefer the proclamation of the kingdom to anything and everything else in our lives and that we try to live the values of the gospel now and every day So that we become a sharing people, not a greedy, grabbing, uh, selfish people. That we recognize the dignity of people, that inborn dignity that that God has given to you and to me. And that we don't just show appreciation for people because of their status in life. That we come to appreciate them just because they are human beings, loved by God, whoever they are, black, white, blue, this ethnic group, gay, straight, whatever. We come to know and to love people because of the dignity that God has given them. So important, so, so very, very important. So may the Lord help us truly to be this kind of people. And may the Lord help us to live the values of the kingdom and to prefer Jesus to anything and everything else. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. And now let's turn to the Lord in prayer. God our Father has bound himself to us in an everlasting covenant, And so in thankfulness and faith we pray to him, Lord, bless your people. In Christ you have given us a new covenant. May we know the greatness which we have inherited. Gather into one all who bear the name of Christian, that the world may believe in the Christ you have sent. Pour out your love on our friends and on all whom we know. May they carry with them the gentleness of Christ. Comfort the dying, and may they know your saving love. And show your mercy to the dead, and may they find their rest in Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let our worship give you glory, Lord, who for our salvation looked upon the lowliness of Mary your handmaid. Raise us up to share with her the fullness of redemption. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And may the blessing of Almighty God. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
1: Blessed are you if you are poor and lonely, for you will have your place with God in heaven. And when you weep, my hand is on your shoulder wherever you shall go. wracked with hunger, my Father's love and mercy will flow upon your heart. Because you are pure, you'll know God's great redemption. In peace, you've been called. shall go, there will I be. Now there are people who will only try to hurt you. They'll persecute you as they persecuted me. should go, there will I be
0: Greg Majorescu and... Uh blessed are you. That brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you so much for joining me. Do stay tuned to Radio Veritas, and remember, this is the last week of our competition, so please remember the number, 41809, type in the word Rome and your name, and send that in. Somebody will get back to you with all the banking details, and once you've deposited your 300 grand in that account, you'll be in the draw, which takes place in my morning program on this coming Friday. So from me, Father, and about a quarter past seven in the morning. From me, Father, and we'll have a super evening. Good night and God bless.